Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Hello. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? It is Tuesday, June the 27th, 2023. Can you believe we are half? way through 2023 already. Just a few days and it will be July and we will be wrapping up the month of June. How are you doing today? I hope you are having a incredible year that you are witnessing God's love and goodness chasing after you every day so far in 2023. Um, I am Kevin White. I am coming at you live from North Carolina USA, can I say hello to everyone watching in the USA? Take a moment and say hello to family and friends around the world and tell us where you're watching from. Uh, so there is Brother Shaker. God bless you, brother. Good to see you there in Andhra Pradesh. There's a friend from Myanmar. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. There's Santosh from Arissa in India, Joshua from Rajamandre. That was my first trip in 1998. I went to Rajamandre. Uh, there is Brother Raja. That is the partner that I met in 1998 there in Hyderabad. Jaime from the Philippines. Mabuhai, everyone. Namaste to everyone in uh, India. Mabuhai to everyone in the Philippines. There's Sandeep from uh, India. I'm sorry, Sandeep. There's Vanit from India. There's uh, Claire from the Philippines. Pastor Bernard Shaw, good to text with you last night. God bless you, my brother. Good to see you today. There's Tracy. Hello, sister. How are you? Wow. Naomi from the Philippines. Hello. I'm going to sit here and just say hello to everyone. Glory from India um, and Brittany from the mountains of North Carolina. God bless you. Um, howdy to everyone across the USA and just a few Days we'll be celebrating America's independence. That's next Tuesday. We have a special broadcast dedicated for that. Uh, so today we're going to be diving into the word will, and it is an incredible gift from God. Uh, God's will can change your life. God's will will transform your life. God's will will take you places you've never dreamed possible um, during your life. And next week, we're going to talk about God's way as we celebrate America's birthday on the 4th of July. I hope you'll be back and join me for that. But we're going to dive into God's will today. So if you haven't yet, 
thank you for everyone who took time to say hello and to greet brothers and sisters around the world. Are you covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ today? If so, we are family. We have a father in heaven that dearly loves us. We've been adopted. I love orphans and widows. You know why? I'm an orphan. And um, we, we should all celebrate the adoption that we have because of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I love every pastor and evangelist, every gospel worker, every entrepreneur. You know, it is time, June the 27th, 2023, for the redeemed of the Lord to say so. It is time. Um, Matthew 24, 14, and I'm going to preach before I preach. I hope you'll, you'll hear this. And the good news of this kingdom, God's kingdom, will be preached in every nation. And every nation will hear it. And then the end will come. And um, we are going to continue to see a decline and a decay of this world and our bodies and our culture and our material possessions until everyone has access to know about Jesus. And so today we're going to dive into God's will. Um, I hope you'll follow me in the scripture as we look at this. Uh, Jesus said that he came to do the will of the Father, not his own will. So if the Son of God, God's gift to you and I, John 3, 16, for God so loved, love that he gave Jesus to us to die in the play, in our place. If God's son, 100% God, 100% man, showed us the importance of not doing his own will, but doing the will of the father, what do you think it looks like to be a follower of Jesus? It looks like a lot of believers covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ doing the same steps that Jesus took. Not my will, but your will. And I just want to ask us at the very beginning here, in love, how much are you and I aligned to that in the nitty-gritty areas of our life? Not my will, but your will. You know, sometimes that, that, that is spoken in marriage as spouses. Share that as we raise our family as we submit to an employer, as we submit to leadership over us. And Jesus modeled that, that he did not come to do his own will, but to carry out the will of the Father. And so let's look at Matthew 6, where Jesus teaches us how to pray. And it says this prayer, our Father, we all know it. I hope you know it. Our Father in heaven hallowed be your name. Holy is the name of God. Your kingdom come, your, what's the word? Will, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so what does it mean to know the will of God, to do the will of God? Um, the Bible teaches us about God's will. And I just want to take you on a real fast crash course of it. Um, there are two uh, ways that God's will is identified in scripture. The first one is by what he de decrees. So that is called the decretive will of God. Uh, this is his sovereign 
ordination, the things that have come to pass in history and will come to pass for all eternity. This is what God has decided. When God said, let there be light, he was declaring his will. And you know what happened? There was light. When God said man needs to be redeemed, he was declaring his will and he sent a savior. And so there is the decretive will of God, what God decides, what he determines, called forth, what he has announced. You know, we don't have the best earthly display of kings and kingdoms today. But in the kingdom of God, he is the king. And it is the will of the king over the people that happens in that kingdom. And you and I need to understand the kingship of God and operate in the kingdom of God. We're going to talk more about that next week. Make sure you prioritize. Um, if you're celebrating July 4th, fine, uh, do that. But make sure you catch that episode either live or later. I really encourage everyone watching, if you haven't already, subscribe. That way you're notified when a new episode is airing or when new content is there. And you can subscribe on my YouTube channel or Spirit Media's YouTube channel. Please like uh, the what you watch, um, and that will show YouTube's algorithm to, to share it with others. And then leave comments. Uh, I read through the comments, and I appreciate that very, very much. But um, the decretive will of God is his authority. It is him exercising his rights over creation, his authority over creation, not as a dictator, but as a lover with you and I as the apple of his eye, scripture teaches us. And so nothing may happen outside of God's control. Nothing. That's security. Nothing can happen to you today that's not filtered through your heavenly father's fingers. Nothing. Can I get an amen? Will somebody please put a praise emoji in the chat? Please shout hallelujah where you are. Nothing can happen to us outside of the almighty control, the loving hand of God. We need his decretive will in our life. The second expression of God's will is his preceptive will. God's preceptive will. These are the things God wants for you and I, things that he wants us to know, things he wants us to do. God provides his word to us so that we can perceive what he wills and and understand it through God's holy word, his law. So part of his will is decreed to us, declared over us. The other is a will provided that you and I are to perceive. You know, we've talked about partnership. In the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus asked the disciples, where are we going to buy bread? He asked Philip specifically, where will we buy bread that these people may eat? He was looking for partnership. 
And God in his will has not just programmed us. You will be 100% a loving person. No, you have the capacity to hate. You will forgive every offense. Wouldn't that be great? But no, you have the capacity to hold on to bitterness. There are people that you probably know that have held on to bitterness for decades. It's, it's your right. You have a will that you must exercise. And Jesus could have come and said, the father sent me and I am here to carry out my will. But he said, the father sent me and I'm here to carry out the father's will, not my own will. And that's a model for you and I. And so there is the decree, like gravity is a will of God that has been declared. Go off to the highest part, the tree, the top of the roof, wherever it is, look down and don't you dare jump because if you do, you will come to a crash. God has decreed that will. It's going to happen. You, a plane that runs out of gas midair is going to go down. The law of gravity will take force. It's a will of God. But then there's perceptive wills that God gives us where we must choose in partnership. Are we going to align to the will of God or are we going to stay rebellious? We're born with a rebellious will. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is no one who wants to seek God. And if you have any capacity to praise the Lord, to worship, to want to know and do his will, you better be mindful of the grace of God over your life. I am. There is no good in me except for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that has made his goodness come alive through me. And that's true of all of us. Billy Graham would say the same thing. Mother Teresa would say the same thing. You and I need to be considering the blessing of God's grace if we have any capacity to want to do the will of God. Can I get an amen? Will somebody put an emoji of praise the Lord into the chat? I, I wish that many of you right now would just take a moment and just shout Glory to God for the capacity he gives us. You had a heart of stone. You would not be moldable and pliable in the Lord's hands if he had not given you a new heart. You now, because of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, earlier you were a slave to sin. Now you have the capacity to choose to do what is right. That is... God giving you a partnership with his will. I see that, amen. Thank you. Yes, Vanit. glory to God. Yes, Jaime, amen. Praise the Lord, glory. Yes, we have the capacity. And I just, we should never get over it. God has changed us from wicked and rebellious to people who, who really long to know and do the will of God. And he's done that because not all of his will is decreed like the law of gravity. There is wills that he has for us that require a choice. I want to just take you through what's called the bag. Four very predominant wills in 
the word of God. The first one is that you would believe in Jesus Christ. B, B is for believe. So think of bags, B-A-G-S. The first one is believe. But this is your choice. Number two is to abstain from sexual sin. That is your choice. Number three, give thanks in everything. If we stand around and we think, what would God's will be for my life? And we're not thankful. We're already missing God's will. So B-A-G and the S is submit to doing right. Do right on your taxes. Do right on your academics. Do right on your dealings with people. Do right by leaving a tip to the people that serve you in the restaurants. Do right by, by honoring your father and mother. Do right by, um, by uh, raising up children to fear the Lord. Do what is right. Those are four things that you can go to the bank and consider every morning you wake up. God wants you to believe in Jesus, abstain from sexual sin, give thanks in everything, and, and submit to doing right. Bags. You got it? Bags. Everybody say bags. Put bags in the chat. B-A-G-S. And that's four things that you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt. You don't have to pray about it. You don't, you don't have to, um, to question. It is God's perceptive will for you. But there's other things. Let's just look. The Bible talks about being thankful, being joyful, being a peacemaker, being an ambassador for Christ, being compassionate, being kind, being a builder and not a destroyer, be, being honest and truthful being a giver, being merciful and forgiving, being loving. So these are God's invitation to partner with his will in your life. You have a choice. Again, you can love the people regardless of their skin color, or you can be prejudiced and dislike and not trust and build fences in your heart from allowing people of certain races and genders and uh, challenges of sin. And the list could go on and on and on of people that are different from you and me. And are we going to include them in our list of people we're willing to love? Or are we going to write them off and keep them off of that list? You have a will that is to be exercised. Maybe you've heard the term that is a strong-willed child. Anybody ever raise a strong-willed child? Well, that is a conflict between most of the time when a parent is trying to get their child to do something that they know is in their best interest and the child is flat out refusing. And that's where you and I would be if it wasn't for the grace of God. And God has used parents throughout human history to, to not break that will, but to harness that will for the glory of God. Having a strong will is a beautiful gift from God when it is an alignment to his kingdom good. We need to be strong in our will to stand fast in times of testing and trial and tribulation when we're persecuted when we're offended, 
We need to have a strong will, a strong backbone, the strength of Almighty God in our lives. We need to do the right thing, even when the culture is flying against us, even persecuting us for doing what is right. We need to have a strong will. Don't ever criticize someone for having a strong will. Obviously, it can be either slanted toward rebellion or toward submission and humility. But a strong will that is humble before the Lord, a strong will that is submitted to the word of God, to the ways of God, to the will of God, is an incredible tool in the Lord's hands. Praise the Lord. So uh, the Bible also teaches us God's ultimate will. You know, you and I are a part of a grand story of redemption that God is writing. Your life, your story, your Jesus story is a piece of that puzzle that God's telling on the, on the world, uh, telling on the earth. And you and I need to understand it is absolutely God's will to advance his kingdom. Look throughout the words of Jesus. Read the red letter words of your Bible and you will see God willing the advancement of his kingdom. You and I need to get to know this, study this, understand this. Come back next week and we'll dive into it. But he also has a will for his own glorification. God will be second to none. He's a jealous God and he deserves all the glory and honor for your life. And so he, it is his ultimate will that he be glorified. The third thing is um, God's ultimate will is the salvation and sanctification for everyone covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, for you to call upon the name of Jesus for salvation. If you've never done that, you're outside of God's will. If you're not being made new day by day into the likeness of Christ, you are living outside of God's will. Um, so I encourage you and I to stop thinking of God's will for our life as a separate plan, but his will for his kingdom. Because this is a king exercising his will over the entire kingdom. Every nation, every tongue, every skin color, every language, every dialect, every nation, every tribe, every tongue, his kingdom. It's not just about me. It's not just about you. You look at social media and the feeds and, and you see most people is consumed with themselves and their little piece of this story. But God has willed for your peace to fit within his master plan of the redemption story that he's telling on the earth. So the, the main thing that you and I need to understand is that God absolutely wants us to know and do God's will. Know and do God's will. I want to just ask you, will you please just give yourself an honest score between you and the Holy Spirit? Do you increase in knowledge about God's will on a regular basis of your life? And are you actively doing God's will? When we are baptized, everyone 
whether you were or not, when we are baptized, should be asked, are you willing to go where he says go and to do what he says do? And, and I've added my own and give what he says give. Because I believe purity precedes prosperity. And generosity is God's will to, to p- protect us from becoming corrupt. And so um, I, I, I want to ask you to be honest before the Lord as it relates to that. Look at Hebrews 7 verse 4. It says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And I just want to bring this down to a very tender moment right now about what it looks like for you to receive, to have confidence in God's will. What it looks like is for you to hear his voice. Um, I want you to, to follow this. You can hear about God's will, but nothing convinces you about God's will more than hearing God's voice. So don't just settle to hear about God's will. If in this message, all you do is receive a message that God has a will for your life, then that would be a tragedy. Don't just hear about God's will but learn to hear God's voice. One of the things that we did as parents when our children were growing up, especially in times of discipline, when they were not getting along or they had done something offensive toward each other, is we would put them in timeout with their Bible. And we would say, you can come out of timeout when you've written down three verses of what God says about what you've done. And so they would come back with um, you need to be kind because they had um, slapped their sister or something like that. And it was wrong for me to slap my sister and I need to be kind. And they would come back with another verse, but they had to write down three verses, but it was teaching them to hear God's voice. It's one thing for a parent to say, you need to be kind to your sister. It's another thing when almighty God says that. And so train up a child in the way he should go. She should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. We should be training everyone to hear the voice of God for themselves. You won't have any lack of knowing and doing God's will if you'll hear his voice. Every day, attuning your ears spiritually to the voice of God in your life. For me right now, Psalms 27 verse 14 is a powerful thing I'm hearing from the Lord for myself. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. So I'm not asking you to do something that I myself am not practicing. This is my verse. You don't even have to put it back up on the screen, please. You don't even have to claim this verse for yourself. But this is what God is saying to me. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And there are many people in my life that know exactly what that is, how God is using that verse and others like it in my life. I have been in a place of desperately depending upon God for his gifts, for me and for our company. And we are waiting on the Lord and he is giving us great instructions and guidance 
And part of that is to wait and not try to go and create something on our own and to, uh, and to run in front of God and to try to fix God, but to continue to wait on the Lord. And I am confident that our God is good and is going to, going to provide and in miraculous proportion. But this is his word for me, and I'm willing to hear it. Are you willing to hear what God is saying to you? I want to pray over you, and I want to pray a bold prayer that you would know and do God's will. But in doing that, I am wanting to specifically pray that you would hear the voice of God. Whenever it comes to His will, if I can pray anything about how you are going to know and do God's will, it will be for you to hear His voice. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. Let's pray together. Will you reach your hands out before the Lord? Heavenly Father, I love you and I love every person that is listening to this message. And I know that many of them are tuned to your ears and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for every way in which you've, you've ever spoken to them. Every way in which they hear your tender voice, your words of correction, your words of instruction, your guidance. Thank you for every way in which you have made known your will and your way to them. To those that feel they, they are insecure about hearing your voice, I pray that you would strengthen their grace and their acceptance that you have the ability to speak. And it's not about them hearing as much as it is you are a God that speaks. Give them that confidence. But would you bless everyone under the sound of this message with the ability to hear you speak to them. You know right where they are. You know the very soul they're standing on right now. You know the number of hairs on their head. You know all the intricate details about their life. And you love them in spite of their sin and their, their, their mistakes and their failures. And I pray that you would speak. Give them even one word. Give them a phrase. Give them a confidence of them hearing your voice. And I pray that they cannot read scripture again without hearing your voice. They cannot pray again without hearing your voice. They cannot be in worship without hearing your voice. They can't wake up. I'm asking in Jesus' name. Don't let them wake up another day for the rest of their life without immediately hearing your voice. Father, you've said that in these days you will pour out your spirit and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Let it be in Jesus' name. You've said that people will see dreams. Let it be in Jesus' name. You say people will have visions. Let it be in Jesus' name. Oh God, that everyone would hear, they would know, and they would do your will that your kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven and you would receive all the glory and the honor in jesus name amen amen praise the lord praise the lord will you receive that gift god's will is one of the greatest treasures you'll ever have in your life and it all starts by you just hearing his voice if you remember nothing of this message I want you to know it is absolutely God's will for you to hear his voice. I love you. I praise God for you. I hope you'll be back 
next week here uh, for the Kevin White Show. God bless you all. I'm praying for you. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's kevinwhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.